Welcome to the Berrien Springs Community Library What's Going On podcast. Here's where you find out about fresh out-of-the-box materials, new program announcements, and everything else library-related. This time around, we're going to take a listen to part of one of the staff's favorite books. We're going to learn about a couple of upcoming events and find out more about Fandom Fest, a one-day PopCon that is collaboratively hosted by 12 area public libraries. Last but not least, we're proud to share how listeners can save $6 a ticket the next time they attend the Mendel Center. Now on with one of the staff's favorite books. The title is The House with the Clock in Its Walls. It's written by John Belairs, and the genre is children's supernatural stories. In a few minutes, Lewis and Uncle Jonathan were back in the study, sitting by the quietly crackling fire and munching cookies. Suddenly, a book fell out of the bookcase. Flop. Two more fell out. Flop. Flop. Lewis stared at the black gap in the row of books. A long, withered, bony hand appeared, and it seemed to be groping for something. Lewis sat rigid with terror, but Jonathan merely smiled. A little to your left, my dear. That's it. Now you've got it. A latch clicked and a large section of built-in bookcase swung outwards. More books fell to the floor, and there stood Mrs. Zimmerman with a strand of cobweb hanging from her left eyeglass. Her sleeve was covered with whitish dust. Fine way to build a secret panel, she grumbled, with the latch on the room side instead of on the passage side. It adds to the mystery, dollface. You might have guessed, Lewis. This house has a secret passageway. You enter it through ch the china cupboard in the kitchen. Come on in, Florence. I was just going to tell Lewis about the clock in the walls. Mrs. Zimmerman gave him a look as if to say, Do you think that's a wise thing to do? But she shrugged and helped herself to the cookies and milk. Good cookies, she said, munching. Very good. She always says that because she makes them, explained Jonathan, helping himself to two more. And now that everyone's mouth is stuffed, including mine, I guess I'll go on. Where were we? Oh, yes. Well, I had no sooner moved in here than I felt something was wrong. The house had a kind of listening stillness, and then I heard it. Heard what? This was Lewis. He had worked himself to the edge of his chair. He had even stopped eating his cookie. The clock. You know how you can be in a room with a clock ticking, and you won't notice it for a long time. Then, when things are very, very quiet, and you aren't thinking about anything in particular, there it is. Lewis jumped up and looked around wildly. Where? Jonathan laughed. No, no, no. I didn't mean to frighten you like that. I meant I heard it for the first time in this room. It was ticking away in the walls. You can go over to that wall and listen for it if you'd like. Lewis got up and walked over to the book-lined wall. He put his ear to a row of black leather volumes and listened. His eyes opened wide. It is there, Uncle Jonathan. It is. He was excited by the discovery, but then his face changed. He looked afraid. What's it for, Uncle Jonathan? What does it do? I haven't the faintest idea, said Jonathan, though I know that I want to blot it out. That's why I have all these stupid clocks. I didn't used to be so fond of incessant ticking and sudden loud heck-raising every hour on the hour, but I prefer my clocks to his. 
Jonathan's face had turned grim. He shook his head and smiled a little half-hearted smile and went on. You may be wondering why I just don't tear down the wall and rip out the clock. Well, it wouldn't do any good. It sounds like it's behind every wall, up in the attic, down in the cellar, in the closets, in storerooms, and parlors. And sometimes it seems to be slowing down. I keep hoping it will stop, but then it picks up and keeps going. I don't know what to do. There was a note of real despair in his voice. For a moment, Lewis thought his uncle would cry. Then Mrs. Zimmerman broke in. Well, I tell you one thing you ought not to do, Jonathan Barnevelt. You oughtn't to frighten Lewis with something you don't know anything about. Want to hear more or read more? Then come to the library and check out The House with a Clock in Its Walls, written by John Belairs. And I do suggest that you read the book before you see the movie because the two are very different. Now, let's talk about a couple of programs that are upcoming. The first one will take place on January 5th, 2019, and it is our Quilt in a Day event. This event is perfect for the first-time quilter and beginning sewer. In this all-day Saturday program, participants will make a complete quilt ready to snuggle up with by nightfall. Participants will need to bring their sewing machine, plus the bobbins and needles, and a high cotton count full-sized flat sheet. All other materials will be provided. There is a non-refundable fee of $10 for this program. Registration is limited to eight participants and required. Light refreshments will be provided. Once again, that is taking place on Saturday, January 5th, 2019 from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and it will be happening in the community room. We also have a new reoccurring program started. We are pleased to announce that starting on January 10th, 2019, Berrien Springs Library will be hosting a drop-in sit and knit. This once a month program will feature two sessions to choose from. Session one is in the afternoon from 1 to 3 p.m. The second session is in the evening from 6 to 8 p.m. So bring your works in progress and meet other fiber lovers. Once again, that will start on the second Thursday of the month specifically January 10th, 2019, and the times are either from 1 to 3 p.m. or 6 to 8 p.m. And it will be taking place in the community room, and there is no registration required. Now, have you heard about Fandom Fest? Fandom Fest is a one-day pop con collaboratively hosted by 12 area public libraries. For three years, area libraries from all over Southwest Michigan have come together to create a nonprofit free entry convention dedicated to creating an inclusive celebration of comics and popular art forms that provide an ongoing contribution to art and culture. The next Fandom Fest will be held at the Mendel Center in Benton Harbor, Michigan on April 6, 2019. And to help announce and support the 2019 Fandom Fest, Area libraries have partnered with the Mendel Center box office to provide a coupon code for Mendel visitors. Anytime you purchase a ticket to a main stage show, use the code FANDOM, F-A-N-D-O-M, and that will save you $6 per ticket with no limit. That's all for this episode. Bye!